Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Rana from the United States, who takes LDN for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining us today. Glad to do it. Could you tell us how old you were when you first noticed your symptoms? I was 35 years old. Mm-hmm. I just had my third child. And what did you notice at that time? The first thing was optic neuritis in my left eye. Um, I It was blurred and then I couldn't see out of it. And I had uh, the severe fatigue and um, a lot of um, very classic symptoms. Um, the uh, My hands would sometimes be shaky. I would, my gait would be off. Um, it was very, I didn't have any pain at the time. So there was no pain. It was just the classic MS symptoms that um, I was pretty easy. I had all of all of the symptoms that are, are generally noticeable. I had it all. It was very cut and dry. And when I um, they sent me to have an MRI. Um, it was clear on the MRI that I had the breakdown of the myelin in the brain. Okay. And were you offered anything at that time? At that time, there were there were no drugs. There was nothing uh, that I could do. They told me that um, it was a progressive disease, and. Um, there was no cure, and there was nothing at the moment that you could do. So I went and researched myself and then uh, went to see um, Roy Swank, actually, in Oregon. And um, he immediately told me, um, like he was the one who wrote the MS uh, diet book, he told me that I needed to... Uh, eat a low-fat diet, um, and start moving my body, doing some sort of exercise. And um, that was pretty much it. And I I bought his book, and the low-fat diet was basically, at the time, um, his he was Pritikin's teacher, and Pritikin was the first one who did the whole low-fat idea here in the United States. So I did that, um, and uh, until Beta Seron at the, at the time was on a lottery. Um, it was just coming out, so I was on the lottery, and um, when you know I was one of the few people in the beginning to have the right number. So I started beta seron when, you know, at the, when the, it first came out when the lottery hit. And then from there, I went on to each drug, every single one of them. Um, 
and the side effects of the drugs were almost worse, worse than the disease, in my opinion. And um, I, as each one would come out, I would try it. And um, the uh, most of the um, at the time there were only the shots and the um, the beta seron, and then from beta seron I went on um, uh, the one that was coming from Israel, which was uh, Capaxum, I think, and I tried to get that even from Israel because I uh, I wanted to start it. I was very anxious to start on it because the beta seron wasn't working. So um, then I went on Capaxum and tried that. And then it, after uh, these were all um, these were all shots. Um, they were not intermuscular. Both of those were subcutaneous shots, and I got horrific um, reactions from the shots on my body. So I was having a problem with that. And then. Um, it was beta seron, which was the next, and I—I'm sorry, not beta seron. I was on um, Tasabri. Tasabri came. I was on the double-blind study of Tasabri uh, when I was in Atlanta, living in Atlanta, and I was on the, the two-year double-blind study. And um, during the End of the study, no, it was after I already started on the beta seron. They cleared it, the study was over, and then two people died, and they took Tasabri off the market. And then they had to be, you all had, everyone had to be tested, your blood tested all the time to make sure that you didn't have the JC virus. And that was, if you were positive for the JC virus, then you were, um, you could end up with this horrific, I mean, you could die from it. Now, I don't, I don't know. I guess if you catch it early enough, you, you can't. But I was one of the first people back on to Sabri until it stopped working. Uh, it just didn't work for me anymore. So I ended up going off to Sabri. And um, then I guess at that time, there was nothing else for me to go on or um, – I found out about LDN on my own. Um, I was researching, and my doctor actually was one of the doctors who did the, um, I guess, uh, Dr. Steingo was, um, had worked with Skip from Skip's Pharmacy as far as dosing and how it was going to work, and he was, I think, one of the few who was at the beginning of this. I'm not sure. But um, I asked him, and he wrote the prescription easily, and Skip's Pharmacy is in very close to me. And I talked to Skip, and I said, you know, th there's no side effects. I have nothing to lose. And I went on it, and I have been on um, over two years now. And I used to have exacerbations regularly, every four months at least. 
I was having an exacerbation on any medic, any and all medications. It made no difference. And I was always on um, uh, steroids, which they would give me, um, and high dosages every time I, for three to five days, depending, um, every time I exacerbated. Lucky enough, um, I never went into secondary progressive. I would always recover um, with my relapses, but I always, always kept strength training. I always did some kind of exercise, uh, whether I could walk or not. I mean, I've been in a wheelchair twice, and I would crawl back and start all over again with my uh, the people I worked out with and would start over again. And then... While on this drug, um, I had problems with my stomach forever, and I couldn't figure out the problem, and I would have go to doctors, and I um, took out dairy, and I watched my diet even more carefully, and I have been really well uh, the last year. And the exacerbations I have had, which have been made two, I think, have been extremely mild, and actually I wasn't quite sure whether I was an exacerbation or not uh, the first time because um, it was so different. The, these exacerbations on this drug were nothing like they used to be, and um, I do not take uh, steroids anymore for the exacerbation. It just takes me a little bit longer to get better. And luckily, I've, it's, it's really kept me under control and really well. So I am by far one of the biggest uh, supporters of this, this drug. And it's not a drug, in my opinion. It's, you know, it, it's magic to me because it, out of everything I have ever, have ever taken, um, there's no side effects. There's no harm. There's nothing that it's not doing anything to hurt me. And it has, um, in my opinion, it has changed my life. Um, I can, you know, I can still function um, really well. Um, I, I don't use a cane. I have not used my wheelchair at all since I've started this drug. And um, I, sh I certainly have good days and bad days, but nothing, nothing like I did before. So I don't plan on ever stopping this drug unless I have to or unless something comes up, you know, that, that I'm just hoping that Dr. Stengel will, keep, you know, let me stay on it. Um, I, I think the biggest problem is getting the word out. I don't, no one talks about it. Um, I can't find, I would like to do something about a support group or something about uh, speaking to other people who are on this drug or letting them know how valuable it is, how valuable it can be. Um, and the word I, I don't believe is out on this drug. It's just not known. Uh, people don't know about it. When I tell them, they have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's the hardest part. Um, I have not found anyone that I can talk to about it. I haven't found anybody that who is on this drug that I can uh, I can talk to. 
Um, the there, uh, you know, there there is a, even on the website. Um, getting in touch with people, it, it's almost like a secret society or something. You know, it's just very hard to get the word out, and I'm not quite sure why. But in my opinion, it's it's the one and only thing that I will take for my MS. I will not take another drug. I don't care what it is or what it does. It is not um, – I, I don't – I won't take the chance, and I don't want to feel any worse. Let's put it that way. Well, we'd love you to join our LDN group on Facebook. We've got uh, over 16,500 members. Okay. I didn't so, even know that. Yes, okay. yes. And we've got a forum as well. Um, okay. So when we send mailing lists out, they go out to over 90,000 people. So word is getting out slowly, Good. slowly. Um, and we've been going for 12 years now. Okay. But before you started LDN, if you'd had mm -hmm. to have rated your quality of life on a score of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, what would it have been? Before LDN, yeah. um, 5 at best. Mm -hmm. And what would you say it is now? I would say I am so lucky I would put it at a 9. I'm for having this disease, and there is no cure. There is absolutely no cure right now. Um, I think I am extraordinarily lucky to have found this drug, and it worked so well for me um, because I feel that I do my part as well as I can. Um, but I'm 63 years old, and I've had this disease for so long that I am so happy to be walking and uh to be to be able to uh, do the things that I do, and my MS friends I do have are not as lucky as I am. Um, then again, they're not on they're not on LDN. Um, they're much more uh, advanced in their MS. But in my opinion, um, then you have nothing to lose. Let's put it that way. I mean, I, I would, if I was in their shoes, I don't care how uh, how much of my MS um, is still, you know, how much it takes you, and it does. It robs you of, it takes part of you every time it comes, and it, you know, strips you of your independence. I don't. I I I would never. Um, to me, and from I I haven't read much about secondary progressive MS and, and um, using it or trying it for that, but I certainly see, I don't see why not. Um, I can't imagine it doing anything but helping. So that's, that's the way I feel about the drug. Um, I just think it, it for me, um, and of course I've, I've taken it, it takes a while. I mean, it just doesn't happen where all of a sudden you're better. It just doesn't work like that. Um, it takes time, and but I have seen just an incredible difference. And it takes over a year. It might take longer than that. You know, it's not going to be you're not going to exacerbate and never have an exacerbation again. I mean, the drugs promise you that, and I was always having exacerbations on all of these drugs, every single one of them. Um, it did not stop me from having progress. You know, from having exacerbations. Um, this did. I have not had uh, 
any real exacerbations anywhere near like I've had in all of the 28 years. Um, in the last two years, over two years, it has been very, very different and very mild for 28 years. It's amazing to me. So um, that's why, you know, I've been on it all. So um, my story is important because I know um, how it feels to be on all the others. You know, I just know. Um, it's it's a whole different thing. And um, just taking a pill. Now, I there is a pill for MS that came out uh, while I have been on this drug. Of course, the side effects is stomach issues. And I have had such a horrific stomach before. I have no interest in even thinking about trying this drug. I, I won't uh, because I know it will happen. You know, when, when it says you could have, like, if you read any pamphlet and any um, drug purchase that you make, it tells you all of the things that can happen. And I just had to have been one of them that, you know, when it says it will happen, it usually will, or I'd have an opposite effect. You know, if it was if it was supposed to put me asleep, it would make me hyper. So it was just a disaster all the way around. But LDN has solved that problem for me. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. I'd like to introduce Daisy from England, who has multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining us, Daisy. Thank you, Linda. Um, so can you tell us, when were you diagnosed with MS? I was diagnosed in 1993. At the age of? And I was just about to be 21. Goodness, you were very young. And, and what was your life like um, before you were diagnosed? I mean, were you an active person? It seems like a, a long time ago. I, I was getting on with getting up. I hadn't really kind of had any any symptoms. I'd had a few bits of numbness as a, as a late teenager, but I'd just put that down to, to liking going down the pub and probably the after effects of too much beer. <laughs> um, and, then I, and then I went and became a student, and during my first year I had a horrible bout of flu. And a few months after that I had my first bout of optic neuritis, um, and that's what brought on the diagnosis. Right. And what impact did it have on you at the time and your, your family being diagnosed? Um, it shook me a lot. Um, I probably stared into my belly button a bit too long. Um, and, yeah, my mum was quite upset. Luckily, I didn't, I mean, I didn't have any kids at the time or anything, so I didn't have any dependents to worry about. But, um, yeah, I was, I was quite shaken. Mm. Uh, so what were your symptoms at that time? It was, it was just mainly the optic neuritis, and I wasn't, I wasn't, noticing any fatigue and stuff i mean i've never been a, a hugely active person and i hated exercise and all that sort of thing um so i don't know whether that was um part of the ms i have i have no idea or whether i'm just kind of a not very active person <laughs> um but yes i hadn't i hadn't especially noticed symptoms and, and they've just kind of slowly crept up and, and i've been less mobile right. um, in, in the intervening years yeah so you say less mobile, is, is your MS now just mainly in your legs? Um, it's kind of a long, yeah, mainly in my left, my legs. Um, it, it's sort of everything on my left side is a little bit weaker. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it's just kind of, 
I don't I don't really have specific attacks anymore. I mean, I had a few in in the mid nineties, late nineties, um, where kind of half my face had stopped working and things like that. But on the whole, it's just been a, a general slow slowing down of things, and and perhaps because I've been taking LDN for quite a long time, um, perhaps that's that's warded off having attacks. Mm-hmm. So how did you learn about LDN? How did you come across it? Um, after about 10 years of, of kind of being diagnosed, I started to uh, find out what other people thought about how a person with, M- with MS could look after themselves. And during regular web research, I read about LDN. Mm-hmm. And did you have any difficulty getting a prescription? Would your own GP prescribe it? No, my, my own GP wouldn't prescribe it. And I found, um, well, I found you on, on, I found you kind of fairly quickly. And you put me in touch with an amenable private GP, and then emeds came along, um, and so it was all fairly, fairly easy-ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't take more than about six months after I started looking around. Okay, and where do you get your prescription filled? Um, it's, I went first to um, Skips in Florida, and then I've been in Glasgow for four years, maybe, using mm-hmm. them. So how long have you been taking LDN now? Um, well, I think I was trying to work this out yesterday, and I think probably for about five years. Right. Uh, a fair while. Yeah, a fair while. So what symptoms do you have now? Do you have any more problems with your optic neuritis? Um, in my other eye, yes. I mean, because I've got... Yeah, my first bit of optic neuritis was in my left eye, but all my troubles have been on the left-hand side of my body, and so I've got permanent damage in my right eye, um, and that seems to have been there since the early 2000s. Um, sometimes it gets it, it was basically there kind of constantly, but it's it's not it's not disabling. Um, yeah, I can remember I had optic neuritis in my right eye, and it was so painful just to move yeah. my eyeball, you know, up, down, left or right. It's like somebody sticking a, a pencil into my eyeball. Yeah, I mean, that that first bit of optic neuritis was, was I'd never, I've never had a, a migraine, but it was like no headache I'd ever had, and that was for about a week. Um, and then it kind of centred in on, on um, my eye. Mm. And... Um, yeah, I went. I went to the opticians. I went to the doctors, and they kept sending me back to the other one, saying it's nothing to do with us. Um, and finally, I, I got kind of diagnosed in the end, um, just being bloody-minded, probably. Mm-hmm. So, you do you think that LDN is probably helping stabilise you? I believe it may have slowed progression. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a resounding positive statement, but it's it's quite hard to be absolutely sure about anything with MS because you've yeah. only got the one body. You don't really know what it would be like if you hadn't. Mm. Did you have any introductory side effects when you first started? Can you remember? Um, yeah, I had some great vivid dreams. They were lots of fun. Yeah, I <laughs> wish I still had them, but um, but unfortunately not. No, I don't I don't have those anymore. Um, and I've not had any any negative side effects at all from LDN, which is why I still take it, um, even though I'm not entirely sure that it's doing lots and lots of positive things. Um, it doesn't do me any harm, so mm-hmm. it seems like a safe bet. So 
so by that I take it you'll be continuing to take LDN? I think I will be, yeah. I, it would, I mean, when I've taken it, when I've had breaks from it, I've noticed going back onto it that it does have very subtle effects um, that are quite good. Sort of bladder um, control is a bit better. Um, and fatigue, it seems to be slightly slightly affected by it as well, um, levels of the fatigue. So, so yes, I will be carrying on taking it. You kind oh. of... I, sorry? I was going to say, what would you like to say to other people who are considering taking LDN? Um, I believe it helps, along with regular exercise and healthy eating. Um, and feeling like I have control in the choices that I make is a help in itself. So I think, if only for the kind of empowering thing you can have for yourself, it's worth doing, it's worth finding out more about. Um, so, yeah, definitely go for it. Okay, well, thank you very much for sharing your experience with us, Daisy. I'd like to introduce Danielle from the United States who takes LDN for Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Thank you for joining me, Danielle. Hello. Could you tell us when you first started to notice there was something wrong with you? Um, I was actually um, in my, I was about 20 years old and um, I was having um, hyperthyroid symptoms and um, I wasn't, I went undiagnosed for several years, which was uh, really terrible. I was having classic hyper, uh, hyperthyroid, and then I was uh, medicated shortly. And for some reason, when I was 25, I went euthyroid, um, probably because I uh, cut out gluten from my diet. I went on an Atkins diet. And then shortly, I was about 28 when I went hypothyroid, and um, I was having classic hypothyroid symptoms and was put on levothyroxine, um, which is uh, T4 only. And that, that didn't take care of um, my symptoms very well, not very well at all. And um, skip ahead several years later, um, I found out about taking Cinnamel, which is T3 only. And by taking T3 only, I was able to finally eliminate 90% of my hypothyroid symptoms. So I was very comfortable taking about 100 micrograms of T3 only. Um, until just a few years, just this year, I found out about LDN. Um, I was uh, up to 200 micrograms of T3 uh, because I had a pregnancy and perhaps the pregnancy, uh, you know, upped my antibodies for some reason. Not sure, but I was, ta I was taking um, actually up to 225 micrograms. Um, by the time I found out about LDN, this was in October of last year, 2013. Um, when I started LDN, um, I was immediately um, able to decrease my T3 um, intake by 25 micrograms. Um, and uh, fast forward to about today, April 2014, um, I'm taking about 1.75 micrograms of LDN a day, and I've um, decrease my T3 intake to 150 micrograms from 225. And I feel amazing. I, I, I have even less hypothyroid symptoms than I had before taking the LDN. So it's been really fantastic. Wow, that, that is some story, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you had to rate on a score of 1 to 10 before you started LDN, your quality of life, 10 being the best, what would it have been? 
Um, being on 225 micrograms of T3 only, I was, I had a pretty good quality of life, but, um, I'd say it was probably about a nine out of 10, but, um, now that I know that I have, you know, much less antibodies running around in my system, it's, it's definitely a 10 out of 10. Definitely. Yes. That that is uh, really amazing. And how did you manage to get a prescription for LDN? How did you hear about it? Um, I had a, a friend and former co-worker who also had Hashimoto's. He told me about um, an LDN support group on Facebook. And I'd actually run across um, LDN on Dr. Mercola's website. I don't know if any of you out there have heard of Dr. Mercola. Um, he's here in the United States. He puts out newsletters. He published a, a newsletter talking about LDN. But at the time, I was so anti-allopathic medicine. I didn't want anything to do with it. But... Um, you know, a few years later, few years later, we put us. You know, in 2013, I was more open to it, so um, I didn't have any health. When you first started LDN, did you notice any introductory side effects? Um, I didn't have any side effects. I know some people were reporting um, some strange dreams, but I didn't have anything of the sort. But um, I did notice right away that um, I'd always had um, leg edema, you know, inflammation in my legs. Uh, water would collect for some reason in my lower extremities. And um, because LDN uh, works on the inflammation as well, um, it really helped with um, my leg inflammation which was fantastic. I've been struggling with that for almost 20 years. So that was really a wonderful um, side effect, if you want to call it that. And did LDN help with anything else? Um, what else? I understand you also found some benefits with the PMS, with the LDN. I did. I, I feel like... Um, I've experienced less PMS symptoms, um, less inflammation. You know, I used to get a lot of uh, bloating and, you know, a lot of water retention. And um, and I, the LDN has helped uh, keep it more steady. I don't have spikes in, in, in um, leg inflammation anymore. So that's really, really wonderful. And how old is your child now? He's three years old now. He just turned three. And how are you coping with a three-year-old with Hashimoto's? I feel like I can keep up with him. Um, I would say before before LDN, before Cinemel, um, I was just dead in my bed. I couldn't get out of my bed at all. But um, eventually I'll be going back to T4, uh, which is a levothyroxine um, a combination of the two. But... Um, you, know, you don't want to be on cinema only for the rest of your life, of course. But I feel like I can keep up with my child. You know? That's amazing. Thank you yeah. very much for sharing your inspirational story with us. Well, you're very welcome. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.